Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Live from downtown San Francisco, this is 95.7 The Game. It's going down on a sleepy spring Sunday here in the Bay Area. Shamari Block, Alan Styles. Styles and Block, Block and Styles. The war, the Warriors outlasted, I guess you could say, the Spurs 194 last night in a basketball game that definitely happened. Basketball was definitely played, and an outcome was totally uh, concluded to uh, at the end of that game. Um, it was, it was with yesterday's game. Listen, the important thing is that they won, right? But they didn't look particularly impressive, but they also didn't look particularly like horrible, right? It's like, yeah. well, well I, I need to feel some kind of way about this. No, I think, look, especially this time of the year with what the Warriors are dealing with and, and trying to lock in what seed do you lose and get the four, but if the Mavericks lose, all this stuff, you play to win the game. And the Warriors went out and they won the game and they did exactly what everybody wants to see them do at this point of the season. And it wasn't pretty, right? I wouldn't say it was particularly ugly, but it wasn't pretty. But this was reminiscent of some of those games where you don't have your best stuff, but you just got to find a way to win. They grinded it out and they won. And I will say this, the whole Jordan Poole thing, and I know for some reason, Jordan Poole's ascension has somehow been polarizing in both directions. The kid is a baller, and we've heard everything from his defense is awful, which, no, it's not great, and all he does is score. Yesterday, it was not going in for him. Steve Kerr mentioned that he was not feeling well, and what did he do? I saw him make play after play, whether it was passing, whether it was getting to the free throw line. So all these Jordan Poole isn't a playmaker takes. Number one, he's 22. Number number two, if he, if he hasn't been doing what he has been doing, I don't know where the Warriors would be right now. And number three, you cannot sit there and tell me he is just a scorer. He finds ways to get things going. He makes plays for other people on the team, and he's doing exactly what we should all be happy to see, specifically with Steph Curry out of the game. Okay, and that, that's all fine and dandy, and I'm, I'm with my man JP. He's, I, I love what he's doing. The question is, the, the, the million-dollar question is, when Steph comes back and his role is different, are we going to see the guy we saw before Steph went down? Because that dude was, that dude was useless. He was... Literally useless. Um, 
That can he can he be the sixth man? Can he come in and beat Jamal Crawford no, I mean, or Lou Williams? Because because that's what they're going to need him to do. I definitely he definitely wasn't useless. This dude might be, end up being most improved player of the year. He's been doing he his should thing, be, but he's there have been spots where to be fair to him again. He's twenty two years old. He's still trying to find his way. You got two legendary players right that he's trying to work around three if you're counting Draymond and four if you're counting Iggy he's trying to make his way work his way around this team you got the injuries Clay you know Clay comes back okay Jordan Poole has to figure out what's going on it was Steph Clay Poole right how how do I fit in there then you start to kind of get used to that for a half a second Steph goes down now okay I'm essentially I am option number one I'm playing the Steph role within this offense now Steph comes back sure where does he fit I know that there is going to be some of that, what we saw with Clay when Kevin Durant was on the team and they were kind of playing hot potato. You take the shot. No, you take the shot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But what this is where Steve Kerr is going to have to make his money. He's going to have to sit them down and say, look, when Steph comes back, I need you to be you in, in a different capacity, sure. But we're going to need, you know, all hands on deck to get this thing done. So I, I don't know, again, Draymond is already on record saying that Poole shouldn't come off the bench. So the thing is, they don't have a lot of time. And I know people have hopped in 888-957-9570, the text line before. Oh, you know, their their time together, the three-guard lineup has looked amazing. And it has, and I'm very excited for it. But yeah, let's not it, act like, like six minutes. That's what I'm going to say. Yeah. Like, yeah, let's, come on. let's not act like we've seen, you know, 20 games of this. So there is going to be a transition period. The, the question is, how quickly does it happen? And specifically, who are you doing it against? And that goes into what we are going to talk about. About as well, who would you rather face, Utah or the Nuggets? Oh, yeah, I just, when I look at Jordan Poole, especially, honestly, when I look at his performance last night, like you, I'm like, okay, he was playmaking, he had eight assists, he got to the he got to the free throw time, 11, he threw, God, he took 11 free, free throws. Oh, tongue tied. He, 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 we've seen him play well, but, but when the squad is at full strength, that's when he's at his worst, and, and and we can't have that. It's a playoff run. This should be a finals run coming up here, right? You, you, you're, either getting, you're either getting Denver or you're getting Utah, okay? And, and I fully expect, and I feel like Dub Nation and the NBA fully expects for the Warriors to get to the second round. Mm-hmm. Now, okay, boom, here comes Memphis, or boom, here come the Phoenix Suns. Now, now can you get it together? Because you're going to have – Five, maybe seven games, right? To get this thing together, to to get your young twenty-two-year-old phenom in groove with 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 the, your your Hall of Famers, and if that doesn't happen, it, it's gonna be bye-bye. They're gonna, they're gonna be watching the finals. They're gonna be watching the Suns play the the, the Bucks again, and, and, and I. I Steph doesn't want that. Draymond doesn't want that. No, Adam Silver doesn't want that. I mean, I mean the Lakers, <laughs> yeah. the Lakers already, you know, the Lakers already are not going to be in it. So you don't have LeBron. The Warriors, Adam Silver's in here. No, you you got to get through. So when I look at the Warriors and when I look at their collection of talent, I will say this. I wouldn't be surprised, and I know it's it's harsh, but I would not be surprised if they go out in the first round. And I would not be surprised if they win the whole thing, right? Like that's what it's been with the Warriors this season and not being able to see this, this squad at, at full potential and full strength all season. And we're only going to get a version of that because James Wiseman is not going to be joining them. But I will say this, and Shamari, it is a Sunday, mm-hmm. you know, and I don't mean to start anything, but I got sources. We're going to call this Sources Sunday. And I got sources telling me that the Warriors, they want the three seed. You know why they want the three seed? Because they want to be in Memphis. Memphis. They want to be in Memphis's bracket. Yeah. They want all the smoke. They're tired of the Twitter memes. Okay. They're tired of all the hate for Iggy. That makes no sense. 
They're, they're tired of these young bucks. That the strength in numbers. They are. They are. They're talking a little crazy. Okay, as the saying goes, they got a little too much dip on their chip, and the Warriors want to take them down a notch. That's that's just what I've heard. That's what I've heard. Good. Good. I mean, be ready to play anybody, but let, let's just be honest. The path of least resistance goes through the Suns because they played the Suns well. They, 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 they went 2-2 two and two against the Suns. They were pretty close to beating the Suns in, the, in this recent game without Steph Curry. They, they beat the Suns at full power when they didn't have everybody, all, mm-hmm. all hands on deck. So the Suns, that's a better matchup. So, I mean, I, I get bravado. Oh, hey, hey, we want to, we want to, but no, man, you, you take that path of least resistance. Yeah, uh, no, I, I do agree. I mean, the numbers sit there. The eye test doesn't lie. When you watch the Warriors play the Grizzlies and when you watch the Warriors play the Suns, I don't know if it's because of Chris Paul. I don't know what it is, but the Warriors just feel more comfortable playing against the Suns. They don't feel as comfortable. They don't look as comfortable against the Grizzlies. It's because they go blow after blow with the Grizzlies, and the Grizzlies, they just don't back down, right? It's like it's like Creed, Michael B. Jordan. He's just getting hit over and over again. He just gets right back up. So that is why I think the matchup is better for the Warriors when they to go against the Suns, and ultimately, they don't have any control, right? So now that it's – but there is no world where you're going to lose on – like, if it got out that the Warriors were trying to get the 4 seed to avoid the Grizzlies, that yeah. would be a mess. Oh, no, That would absolutely. be a complete mess. So you have to – whether it's actual bravado or not, you have to say the right things because ultimately you have no control. Well, in, in tonight's game, you said that uh, – so only who? Otto Porter? So Wiggins Draymond? is out. Yeah, Wiggins is out. Iggy's out. Otto Porter Jr.'s out, and for the Pelicans, Braden Ingram's out, Devontae Graham's out, and Herb Jones is out. So, so well, well, no, that sounds like they're going for it. I'll be honest. Yes. Yesterday, I was afraid, I guess you could say, that they played yesterday. It's a back-to-back, so they're going to sit everybody. But they got pool in there. Clay's going to play. Uh, did, you know, the, the – uh, they're putting out a reasonable team. It's it's the Pelicans yeah. and C J McCollum and and, and who? Hey, these are playing teams. These are these are playing teams now. I mean, they're yeah. not awful. Okay, we're not talking about the Magic here, and and I can't even say the Magic because the Warriors lost to the Magic. So they did. You can't even, they they you know, lost to the Spurs about what two weeks and ago. The, the Pacers. So look, as the saying goes, you don't win the game on paper. You got to go out. You got to roll the ball out, and you got to take care of business and continue to you know, get the good momentum that you currently have. And hopefully, you know, when we get the update on Steph to figure out the Warriors are going to get him back for game one, this game today, and I know I've said what I said about Jordan Poole as far as yesterday. He wasn't hitting his shots, wasn't feeling too well. I'm not really sure what the whole, uh, what it was as far as not feeling too well because he's playing today. And there was a part of me that thought, well, if you're sitting Wiggins and you're sitting Iggy and you're sitting out of Porter, could you give you know, Jordan Poole arrest. Here's the thing. I don't know that they want Jordan Poole's last game to be the what we saw last night where he was clanking everything. Well, right? Also, he's 22 years old. 20, They're yeah, going to have yeah. five days off after no, today. Yeah. It, it's more about, I guess, if he was not feeling well, which is what Steve Kurt say, then, okay, then what's why, – why necessarily force it? But at the same time, I think – he missed so many shots last night. We don't we don't know what the game plan is for the Warriors. Maybe it's a hybrid version of, hey, if we get out to a, you know, a big lead in the half or whatever the case is, it might be like a hybrid sitting. I, if the Warriors go, I don't know. I can't say this for sure, but if the Warriors go into overtime with the Pelicans, I don't know that we will see Clay. You know what I mean? It's like yeah, you yeah. want it. You want it, but at, at what is it in uh, Thanos, right? At, at what cost, right? It what did it cost everything. you? So <laughs> I don't know. It, you know, they're going to go out. 
play their darndest. If this thing, wherever it shapes, maybe it's, hey, you know, four is okay. Um, but they are going to give it the old college try to get out there. And, and, and that's all I wanted because I feel like over the past two months, they've just been too lackadaisical about, oh, well, you know, it doesn't matter what seed they are, right? Mm-hmm. It's bothered me. So I really like to see this tonight where they're like, hey, we're going to go home. We're not going to sit. We're going to sit Draymond and Iggy because they're old, not a porter, because, you know, he's a injury. He has injury history, yeah. right? But everybody else, it, it's all hands on deck. 888-957-9570 is it? Okay. Uh, that is the Xfinity mobile text line. It's also the phone line to get in on the conversation with me and Alan. And right now, we're going to go to Dave at Alameda. Dave, what's happening, brother? What's up, fellas? You guys got a great show. You know, as far as teams that I, uh, I think the Warriors definitely want to play Utah over Denver. That's for sure. Uh, I remember Michael B. Jordan he used to be on a show called uh, All My Children back in the day. It was oh. he played a guy named Reggie. Uh, Red, young kid. Red, Reggie Montgomery, Dave. I, I'm, I'm up on game. <laughs> awesome, awesome. Let's keep going. Uh, you know, I think uh, – can you believe that Joker, Jokic went in the second round? That's unbelievable in the 2014 draft because he seems like him and uh, the big guy, Donick from uh, Dallas, seem like the type of guys you build teams around these days. Not so much these uh, all-star kids coming out of college, even the best kids aren't as good as them to build a team around. And you got Steven Adams on Memphis. That's a lot of size. I don't see the Warriors. I see the Warriors. Uh, it's going to match up problems against Memphis for sure with Adams and uh, Morant. I see matchup problems against uh, Denver with that big Joker guy. And, uh, of course, there's this Dallas who's kind of the hybrid. They don't have the size, but they got a defense. They got a defense that is uh, cultivated by Jason Kidd. And uh, they, they're okay with that. And they're okay with setting up uh, their their big guy, uh, Luca. So they seem like that's why they give the Warriors problems. I don't, I, don't like, I don't like pulling the playoffs because he won't be able to run in the half court. He's going to be in a half court set the whole time. We're going to pass, 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 pass for Steph, set Steph up. Jordan Poole doesn't really fit in that type of uh, offensive flow. He's going to fit in more in the regular season when you can run up and down the court and nobody wants to play half court. Uh, those, those you know playoff basketball in the regular season because what's the point? Because once you get to the playoff seven game series size, it's going to be slow ball. It's not fastball, and Jordan Poole doesn't fit in that with Steph. So you guys have a great show. Oh, uh, go Dave and Alameda. He's the best. Have a nice day, guys. Peace. <laughs> David Alameda, man. Yeah, and you know you know what? I, it, there there aren't any really just. Slam dunk matchups for the Warriors, right? Because no. because their Achilles heel, well, not their Achilles heel. Their their biggest flaw is that they're they're not just small; they are tiny. Mm-hmm. They're a tiny basketball team, and anybody that has size is gonna is gonna cause them present problems. And Luca, being like six foot eight, he's not a center. But think about it: the point guard of the Mavericks is one inch shorter than all of the Warriors' centers, right? Yes. So so. You know, he can post up. He can, you know, he can hurt you so many ways without being seven feet tall. Yeah, and and I was with Dave for, you know, a couple of his takes, but I, I don't know if I'm turning into – I don't understand how someone who's done so much good for the team at the age of 22, I don't understand how I have to be a Jordan Poole apologist right now. I, I don't understand that, and I get – as far as, yes, the game does slow down. Apology not accepted. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, the game does slow down in the playoffs. I 
We get that. But we've seen Jordan Poole play in a lot of different ways, right? So when I look at what the Warriors are going to do and want to do with Jordan Poole and with Steph, to me, it's very similar. Before the Warriors had Kevin Durant, this whole idea of when they lost to 3-1 and things like that, they didn't have that offense. It's not just Jordan Poole. It's that offense in general. When things get tight in the fourth quarter or late in games and everything is not as free-flowing, that's when we've seen things get clogged up. And, you know, we're going to sell out on Steph. And every shot that's not taken by Steph or Clay is just even more important because you are that smaller team and you're not going to be able to get those rebounds. So I don't think it's Jordan Poole specifically. I think it's this offense as a whole that we've seen before prior to Kevin Durant, who's just an automatic bucket whenever he's on the court, we've seen this offense get clogged up. So I agree in that Jordan Poole could get stopped up in that, but I disagree that it's only going to be about Jordan Poole. I think this could happen to the whole offense. We've seen it in a lot of different ways. Well, and furthermore, furthermore on top of that, like it's like, oh, the offense isn't playing well. Blame the 22-year-old, yeah. right? It's like If Jordan Poole, if it's on Jordan Poole's shoulders, then, you know, a whole bunch of people need to pull their head out of their you-know-what, right? But because I guess there are other guys yeah. that should, that should again, Jordan Poole, fully capable of scoring the basketball. We've seen that uh, over the past, like, six weeks, right? We've seen it. What is yeah, I'd say about six weeks. Anyway, we've seen what Jordan Poole could do early in the season. We've seen what he could do at the end of the season. There was that middle patch that just was, uh, wasn't great, but but whatever. Um, but Jordan Poole, if, if, if this series, if their playoff future comes down to how well Jordan Poole plays, right? Like, well, if, which is to say, if he's not putting up 30 points, they don't have a chance, then something went wrong. Something went seriously wrong. Like, like I don't know, though. I mean, he's been really, really important. You can make the argument, and that's the thing I think Dave was trying to say is that it might be, whether the Warriors win the whole thing or not, could be a large part uh, as far as Jordan Poole is concerned if – they do insert him into that, even if they don't put him in the starting lineup. Mm-hmm. But specifically, if they do, now he's running with the rest of the big boys and he's going to have to, you know, take care of his business the same way. But to, that's the thing. To me, to your point, it's not just Jordan Poole. We've seen Clay play pretty well for a couple games. Mm-hmm. But let's not forget, hashtag Bench Clay had <laughs> taken over Bay Area Sports Talk social media. So let's not, you know, recency bias. Mm-hmm. Like, like, like Jordan Poole hasn't even been playing well. Sure, he didn't shoot the ball great yesterday. And I believe the streak ended against the Lakers. He scored 19 that game. But let's not act like Clay has been some world beater lately. He's starting to find his way. He's getting his swag right. He's eating paninis on his boat, you know, <laughs> talking about bandwagon fans. So we understand that. He's coming back around. But let's not forget who, along with Steph and and along with Looney, who got the Warriors to this point, and that's Jordan Poole. So I'm not going to sit here and and say that, you know, we don't know what he's going to do in the playoffs, number one. We don't. But number two, I do think it'll be very important for him to get going and that's why I think maybe if he played well, and I know they have a a couple days off before the playoffs start anyway, uh, almost a, a full week or so, But I do understand that, okay, you do want him to hopefully have a better game today, see some shots go down, and let's just – and that's, for me, if he's hot in the first half, Warriors start to blow this thing out, pull the plug. It's it's Chio's time. It's Chio's time. (laughs) Let him work the – no, I'm kidding. But but half kidding, right? JTA time, right? Yeah, no, exactly. Get some of these guys in. Uh, Bielitsa's a guy who, hey, keep going, you know, keep it rolling. He's been hitting some threes lately. I saw Bonte tweet he wants to get the Bia Bia going again because Bielitsa's coming back. So you want to keep everybody warm because as this thing goes, I know they're going to tighten up the rotation, but as this thing goes – 
yeah, as this thing goes, you do want to make sure everybody is on their toes and stay, still staying warm going into the playoffs. 888-957-9570. That is the Xfinity Mobile text line. It's also the phone line right now. We're going to Robin in the city. Hello, Miss Robin. How are you? Hi, you guys. Shamari, uh, are you just playing like the good cop, good cop, bad cop role? Is that what you guys are doing? No. Hello? Because um, here, here's the deal, and I know you guys don't agree with me on this. Um, the Warriors uh, are offensively flawed, period, okay? They always have been. And one of the things that, to me, that offensively falls four through eight compared to the others is that they're inconsistent. And so you don't know what you're going to get. Don't act like Jordan Poole is the only one that has a bad shooting night. Even Clay, I ain't talking about now. Before he got hurt for two years, Clay would be streaking just like that. And he had more years in. And I don't think, you know, I know the object of the game is for the ball to go through the basket. But when it doesn't go through the basket, what else can they do to impact the game? And I don't hear nobody criticizing Steph when it don't go through the basket because he, he starts – Jordan Poole kind of reminded me of Steph last night where he knew it wasn't going in, so he started attacking the rim. You could see the influence and the growth in him. He was playmaking. He was making passes. And you know what? When his shots are not going in, Samari, that's the kind of play we do need in the second unit because I never believed that that boy could run that second unit, and I think that he is progressing towards that. Okay? So, you know, give it time, you know, and stop playing the bad cop good Cop game. Bye. <laughs> oh, I just happen yeah. to be a bad cop, though. That's right. the thing. I, you're just happening I, organically. I just so happen to be a bad cop. That's that's not an act. It's it, it's my actual personality. I'm, I'm insufferable. True story. Um, but oh, but but I, listen. Here, I wasn't. I was only Alan. I was only referencing that middle segment of the season where Clay comes back and Steph's still there and they're at 100. percent And Jordan Poole is relegated to a. A, the bench basically, mm-hmm. and and he was well, he wasn't good. Like it's just just no. no he wasn't. But I'm not really. But, I'm not right. So number one, we're not necessarily blaming. Or I'm not blaming him because it was a transition. You have yeah. two argue one the greatest shooter of all time, and Clay I guess would be arguably two. You know, some people would probably put him. He's in the top five. Yeah, right? oh, absolutely. So yeah, yeah. you got two <laughs> of those guys on your team. You're trying to dance. You're trying to get jiggy with it, right? And, and now you're sitting here like, where do I fit? What am I supposed to do? So he wasn't great, but I don't think it's necessarily on him. I think it was just a transition period. But to that point, there's no time for a transition period exactly. in the playoffs. Exactly. Yeah. You know, you 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 take two two games to transition, and now you're down two two. Even or now you're down two zero. Even if you're down one one, all it takes, you know, uh, the team that doesn't have home court. How do they always feel better about themselves? You win one, yeah. win one game on the road, you take away home court. So this transition, if there is, that we just hope there isn't one, right? Uh, now, the idea that you just drop Steph in and everything is going to be perfect, that's, that's you want to believe that, and I hope that's true. We just don't know. Steph is the easiest person to drop in, but – you know, there's only one basketball on the court. So how does that affect Jordan Poole? How does that affect Klay Thompson? How, we know Draymond, it probably will affect him the least, but how does it affect these three guys? How do they play together? 
after not playing together for this amount of time. Again, Jordan Poole has been option one. Jordan Poole has been everything from option one to three this season. You know what I mean? And he's done a pretty darn good job in all of them. When he was option three and four, he did not thrive. That That's the only thing. And, and, and optimism, okay? Optimistically, optimistically, you have four. If you throw an Andrew Wiggins, optimistically, you have four dudes that can drop 30 on you at, at on any night, right? That's beautiful. That's what they have. It's going to be great. Um, um, but but when you talk about how is that going to shake up, because the three-guard line, so the best lineup to me is Poole, Clay, Steph, Wiggins, and and Draymond. But you, you can't play that for 30 minutes a game. You can't even play that for, for 20, I would say, just because you're going to be so small, you're going to get it on the back end, right? Um, so so how they mix and they match those other those those like for instance okay you you have you have Steph and you have Clay and you have Otto Porter Jr. Mm-hmm. and Looney or something right because the beauty of having four legitimate scores and again I am including Wiggins in this mix because Wiggins that, that, that he 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 was an All Star for a reason from a physical standpoint from a basketball playing standpoint he's got it. What he doesn't seem to have is that alpha mentality. So I feel like they need to put him in positions where it's like, hey, you're you're running you're running the show for the next you know five or six minutes and just let him go because he can get to the basket. He can shoot from outside a little bit when he when he's. When I he's could getting... not agree with you less. You really? just said he doesn't have that mentality. So why would the Warriors put him in that position? It doesn't matter who you put him with. That's not going to change. Well, then no, no, he... no. Because when when Clay came back. And then he's trying to defer to Clay. I think that's what led to his fall off, right? A similar thing with Jordan Poole. It's like, okay, we got Clay Thompson here, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna shoot less. I feel like Jordan Poole has been too deferential to everybody else on the court. When he just goes for it, you saw what happened. All star. Mm-hmm. No, but I, no, but I thought you were talking about Wiggins. Yeah, that's what I meant. I meant Wiggins. Yeah, he was an all star. When it's like Wiggins, go get yours. Go, go eat, big boy. Right. Right. And they need to put him in go eat situations more. But I, but I think at this point in the season, similar to, and we're going to get into uh, what Steve Kerr said about Jonathan Kaminga and what he's going to mean to the playoffs a little bit later in the show. But as far as Wiggins is concerned, I think that there's no time for any more inspir- experimentation. Okay, I think that if we're talking about this in game. I would say even game 60, okay? Maybe sure. Let's see what Wiggins let's see what Wiggins can do. Let's mix up the lineups. They have given Wiggins opportunity after opportunity time and time again. He is a whatever in that lineup, I guess the fourth option, right? Behind or in front of Draymond and nobody else. And I think that's probably where he's going to have to fit for the rest of the season. He hasn't really been able to get back on that track. We're not saying it's not because of Clay's return and that transition and how that kind of has affected him. But Clay is back. There's no time to, you know, run out a, a Wiggins-led lineup during the playoffs. If you had 10 more games or 15 more games, sure. But no, just this is what you are for the rest of the season. You're going to get some open shots. If, if, if things get a little bit clunky, sure, do some dancing, get to the free throw line, get your mid-range going. But we, we, we and defend. Your, your goal is to, we need you to defend, okay? Because Clay is still working back in that way. Just defend and do what you do. We don't, want, we don't need to ask for anything more from him. But he can, though, and there are going to be moments where they need it. We're, we're going to continue this talk in a few minutes. we got to go pay the bills. Blocking Styles. Styles of Block, 95-7 the game.
Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Payton rips the rebound away from Primo. Pass deflected. Wiggins gets it back, throws it over to Payton. Flips it behind his back, extra pass to Porter from the wing via Bialica, and it's Gucci. Now back to 95-7, the game. Hey, shout out my man Kevin Dana with the call there. I guess he was filling in. Filling in for Tim Roy yesterday. You are listening to Styles and Block. Blocking Styles on 95-7, the game. This is it. This is it. Today, the season ends and the real season begins. The Warriors are in New Orleans to face the Pelicans for the 82nd and final game of the season. And, Alan, you you, you got the, some injury news for us, or at least sitting news. Yeah, for us. yeah, <laughs> not playing tonight news. So, Wiggins not playing, Iggy not playing, Otto Porter Jr. not playing. And for the Pelicans, Brandon Ingram not playing, Devontae Graham not playing, and Herb Jones not playing. So... You know, obviously, Clay's playing, Draymond's playing, Jordan Poole's playing. So the Warriors, they should take care of business. That's and and also, no, no Brandon Ingram, no, Brandon no, Val, Ingram. no Valanchunas, okay? Let, yeah. me just, let me just say that, that that those two guys in the last matchup, I mean, there's never an excuse for losing to the likes of the New Orleans Pelicans, but but Brandon Ingram went off in that last game, and, and they got the W. Do you, the Pelicans did. Do you think that there will be any, and I got to look, double-check what time, the Mavericks play, but do you think there will be any um, looking? So they play at six thirty. So I'm curious. You think there will be any scoreboard, scoreboard watching? watching? Yeah. If the Mavericks 
are getting blown out, right? Which, I mean, getting blown out to the Spurs, it could be, it's probably going to be a close game the whole time. Mm-hmm. But if the Spurs were to come out, blow out the, the you know, the, the Mavericks, you think, uh, all right, let's just take let's our just losses. Everybody. Let's yeah. just take our ball and go home. Probably, probably because I, listen, nobody really has anything to play. Everybody's play. Right. The Spurs are in, at least in the play in. The Pelicans are in the play in. The Warriors are guaranteed a home a home uh, game or home play play series. Goodness gracious, they're guaranteed a home series, and 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 the the Mavericks are also kind of locked locked in. So it's not really a whole lot. I think probably the Magic. I'm sorry, not the Mavericks. The Mavericks probably have the. Yeah, no, they have nothing to play for either, man. So, like, I could see all four of these teams not giving a blink, right? Like, they don't care. We're just like, we're going to roll out. If you, if, you, if you get going and you feel good and you get up to a lead, go. But if, if the game seems over early, should by for some bizarre reason the Warriors get down 20 in the first half to a, a depleted, if you will, Pelicans team, right? I, I can see CC Kirby like, all right, well, all right, that's it. All right, R- wrap it up, guys. Season's over. We'll, we'll see you guys next week in uh, in in, uh, in Oracle. Yeah, that that would be that would be well, Chase, but that would be a, oh yeah, yeah, that yeah. would be a terrible way to end the season. But yes, I would I would take my ball. Would it, and, would and, it though? Because they've spent this entire season. Hmm. I don't want to say mailing it in. Though. I don't want to say they've been mailing it in a whole bunch, but they spent a lot of this season like, all right, well, we're going to just roll out, you know, no bunch. We're going to roll out the B squad and, and, and let the chips fall where they where they will. Right. So that they, it hasn't been a whole lot of emphasis on just that, 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 that killer instinct, that thing that Memphis has, the thing that Memphis has, Memphis wants to win. They want to win every game because they're young and they're like the Warriors. They're like old and expensive. You ever saw the movie Colors? Mm hmm. You know, you know the the joke at the beginning where it was the old bull and the young bull. It's like the young bull. Hey, let's run down there and you know, right, go. Right. It's like let, let's walk down and get them, get them all right. Yeah. Um, the Warriors definitely have the 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 old bulls mentality in this, and I don't know that 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 it's I don't know that it's good all the time. You know. Well, it's it's a natural thing, right? It's a natural thing when you have you know when you're eating well, you don't get as hungry as when you haven't been able to get food. As easily, right? That's, and, and the Warriors have been well-fed for a very long time. And and let's not pretend like they didn't get their meals themselves. Let's not pretend like their meals were handed to them. Oh, yeah. They went out and they hunted and they took care of what they needed to do. But they've been eating well for a long time now. So sometimes it is harder to get the same appetite as a, a someone else or a team, if we're still going down this path, of food that hasn't eaten yet. And the, and the Grizzlies have not eaten yet. The Suns, they went to the finals, so they got, what, an appetizer? But they really <laughs> haven't eaten yet. So the Warriors, they have. And the, they're really the only team that's in this position because the Bucks only have one. Right with this new regime, the Lakers are done. The Bucks, they only have one. They want another one. They're still hungry, just like the Warriors were after their first one. So the Warriors are the the yes, they are the OG team in that we have the least amount of proof. But at the same time, because of that, that's why we feel like we have the most to prove. <laughs> and and, and, oh, and that's the thing, though. And, and I get I get the logic. I get the logic. Just get there and be healthy. I get it. I just would have liked to have seen a little more urgency. And right now, with one meaningless game left, like I wouldn't be. I, I wouldn't be upset if they if they went that route and said, "Hey, hey, uh, 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 Chiosa, get out there. You're starting, man. Right. Let, let, let's get to my man Mitch in New Jersey. Uh, uh, Brian, you, you got the you got the you got the entry music for us. Yeah, here we go. All right. 
888-957-9570. That's the Xfinity Mobile text line. It's also the phone line right now. Wait for it. We got Mitch in New Jersey. Mitch, what's happening, brother? Hi, how you doing, Alan? Thanks for the call. I should get some kind of internet like that when I come home, when I come home to my wife and girl. It's <laughs> your grandson in July. Oh yeah. I was visiting my, I was down in Virginia visiting family. Um, I, I, I don't think you have to worry much. You got guards are good. You got to worry about the uh, the front court. I think the most, I think the biggest thing, I think Memphis is the is the most dangerous. And you, you might see some young blood, uh, new blood in this. Um, uh, in the finals come just come some some of here early dry late June, so um, the Warriors got their hands full. What we seen is probably Memphis to keep an eye on. Um, has anybody seen um, Zion? I mean, is he is he, is he going to play today? It's unbelievable. Him and Weissman uh, are taking so much vacation. And one more thing, if it wasn't if we minded, Jamarant didn't get hurt. I think I got to give it to Jokic, but would they have a tie? Could they possibly have a co-MVP and and, and be and uh, Jokic? He's had a hell of a season. This is a heck of a playoff season. Thanks for taking my call and let me uh, ramble and talk. Always, bitch, always. You know what's so funny, though? He mentioned Embiid and Jokic as co-MVPs. Now, I can't think of a time the NBA did that, but I do remember back in, like, 2000, Steve McNair and Peyton Manning were co-MVPs. Yeah, and I, I, the don't, NFL. I don't think it's going to happen. I just think you do that, and it just opens the floodgates to every other year. There could be a, a MVP, you know, uh, each year there's always going to be, whether it's the all, whether it's all-star voting, whether it's MVP voting, all, whether even defensive player of the year, all these accolades always going to be, you know, it's always going to be tight, right? Or for the most part, it's going to be tight. And there's always going to be people that disagree. That's why, you know, Steph was the first unanimous and which is crazy to think out of all the years where, you know, players have had such good seasons, like but Mike, Michael Jordan, there's was always never just somebody. Yes. There's, there's, I mean, Derek Jeter wasn't unanimous going into the hall of fame, right? Like that's just what people do. That's just what people do. So there's always going to be something. So I don't want to go down any type of tie, you know, uh, tie goes to the runner or whatever the case is. None of that. It, you got to make a decision and whether you agree with it or disagree with it, I, it doesn't really matter, but you have to make a decision. Food. Ne- I, I watch a lot of Food Network, and the show is called Chopped, right? Mm-hmm. And Chopped is a great show. And every time they get you because it could be real close. It's real close, and you're thinking, will this be the first ever tie uh, on yeah. Chopped? They, no, they do not do that. They do not do that, and I love the show even more for it, even if I think they got it wrong sometimes. And that's what the NBA needs to cont- continue to do. It doesn't matter how it's going to be really close either way. You got to pick someone. Maybe you pick them for different reasons, whether it's, you know, uh, the different stats that each person is looking at. You got to pick someone. No ties. I'm okay, sorry. So, so who is Allen Styles MVP of the NBA? Well, it's tough. And I know um, Whitey and Kyle both were agreed on Jokic, but I, I, it is really tough between Jokic and Embiid. My personal pick, and, and, and I might be a little bit biased, but I probably would go Embiid. Um, but you can't go wrong either way. I think you can argue – uh, both of them, either way, either way, Jokic to 2,000 points and the things that he's done this season. Jokic will probably win it, um, but 
I just kind of am starting to feel bad for Embiid because this would be his, like, I think his second year being bridesmaid. You know, he's <laughs> yeah. gotten really close a couple of these times, and Jokic has won. Now, that's why I'm not a judge on Chopped, and that's why I don't do this because <laughs> I can't, you know, I'm, I'm using personal parts of it, and I kind of want him to get the MVP, even though it should be straight up what they do well, on the Well, but see, that's, that's the thing is that Embiid could have conceivably won it last year, and Jokic won it, so I don't know that, that – Again, it's not a participation trophy. It's not anything like that. But but there's an element of, okay, well, well, you just won it. And it easily could have went to Embiid last year to where I feel like they're they're close enough again where you can give it to Embiid, like not out of just, oh, well, you know, it's your turn. But but it, it it's kind of his turn. Well, yeah, but you can't do that. But well, you again, can't. Yeah, that's yeah. why that's what people say about. But they're so close. That's what I'm saying. Yes, but it, that, it'd be one thing if if they, if they were no, worlds no, apart. Yeah. No, but that's what people say about the Derrick Rose MVP. That basically it was just people were tired of LeBron winning it, right? So <laughs> Derrick Rose had a great season, but. He kind of won it because we just didn't want to give it to LeBron again. And and obviously, Jokic, this would only be his second, so it's not like he has as many as LeBron. But, you know, basically the fatigue of, I don't want to continue to give it to this same player, right? I mean, I'm like, well, uh, why, why is it any more people talking about Giannis? <laughs> I feel like Giannis is the LeBron of this era where it, it could be Giannis every year. It could be Giannis every year, but they're like, well, God, we're not going to give Giannis a seventh straight MVP. Yeah. And, well, and, and, and I think we would have to do a completely different show based about, you know, what MVP means. We probably would need a whole series because you can go back and forth on what valuable means, right? That's why this whole thing about – remember when – Remember a couple weeks ago or maybe a, a couple months ago now and everybody was talking about who's more clutch? Like, we literally saw this, and I couldn't believe my eyes. I got 20-20 vision. I was rubbing my eyes. I, I'm like, is it too early in the morning? What's going on here? Because I literally saw a headline that was who's more clutch, John Morant or Steph Curry? And, and Shamari, I almost fell out of my seat, and I wasn't even sitting down. It was crazy to me. And then you look at his team and what his team has done without him. How can how could John Morant be in any MVP conversation? Look what his team has done without him. Okay, so what do you think about Draymond's Devin Booker should be the MVP of the NBA this season? I think Devin Booker's on clutch as well, so it's, I mean, <laughs> it's let's start there. Right? Let's start there. Yeah. Uh, besides that, I mean, Devin Booker's a baller, but to me, when is it a is it a? And I have a buddy that's a, a big Phoenix Suns fan, and you know they love. I have a buddy that's a Phoenix Suns fan, Denver Nuggets fan. You know, a, a different buddy, but all these smaller markets like to complain about how they're not talked about enough, and I get it. So I don't know. Is that the Phoenix Suns thing? You know, is Devin Booker not getting enough shine because he plays on the Phoenix Suns? I don't know because. Um, you know, Jokic just won it, and he's from Denver, so I don't think that's really the issue. And I haven't really heard anybody else to talk about Booker in that light. So Draymond can have his take; he's got plenty. Um, but for me, it's between Embiid and Jokic. No, no, definitely Dr- Draymond. He likes to say stuff, and it's it's funny because most of the time, right? Who's the MVP? The best player on the best team, and then mm-hmm. boom, just pencil it in, and 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 the. The the Nuggets and the 76ers have 14 and 12 less wins than the Suns. So mm-hmm. there's something to that. His team is way better than virtually every other team that's played this season. Um, so on that note, I get it, but but it's it's like Ja, okay? 18 and 2 or 20 and 3 without Ja, right? That that's what the Memphis Grizzlies are. Um they went on a, a small stretch without Booker, and they were fine. They went on a small stretch without Chris Paul, and they were fine. He's supported around him by so many other great guys, which is why Steph Curry nor Kevin Durant 
ever got any MVP consideration no, so no. long as they were playing together. I, I kind of feel like Booker, he falls to that category. But at the same time, should you be – should you get get – demerits against you because you're on a good team. Well, that's actually an interesting thing because originally, sure, the thought process is best player on the best team, but once we saw that with Kevin Durant and Steph on the Warriors, it was best player on the best team unless your team is too good. Then we'll give <laughs> right, it to somebody yeah. else because it's not fair. That's essentially what happened with the with the Kevin Durant Warriors. We're not going to give it to you because your team is too good. Well, but that that's BS, and I'm not necessarily saying that's BS for Booker because, you know, I mean, Booker's legit, right? But but he's not like top 10 or 15 in, in, in just about anything. He's not even a top 10 score. Oh, well, he's ninth. He's the, he's the ninth score, 27 points a game, basically. Um, he's not a huge assist guy. He's not a huge rebound guy. You know, he's like five and five. So he's like, okay. He, he's, he's, a, uh, he's not even a, at James Harden level of, of, uh, of, of overall um, – effectiveness impact on a game right again I this Draymond saying it was the first time I heard Booker and maybe that's because again he is on the Suns if that's what we want to go with but you just I mean ninth in scoring we're not talking about uh you know top three in all these categories and people just happen to not be talking about him so let's get to the text line 888-957-9570 is always the number call line and text line going back to when we were talking about Wiggins 650 chimed in if only they were playing Minnesota in a playoff series Wiggs would go for 30 every single game in a sweep. That is correct because Andrew Wiggins turns into Michael Jordan against the Minnesota Timberwolves. You know, and and unfortunately, you know, probably not going to match up with him at, at any point, but that is correct. That dude balls out. I can still, right now, I am looking in my mind and just replaying that dunk on Cat over and over again. That's what we thought. That's when... All-Star Wiggins was unlocked. That's what I felt like. And if we can somehow, you know, when you close your eyes, can we get him to close his eyes and just pretend that every other team is wearing a Timberwolves jersey? Maybe, maybe that would help. Maybe that would help a little bit. The 510 chiming in on the smaller markets conversation. Smaller markets or popular markets definitely don't get the love. Imagine Elijah Wan in L.A. or N.Y. I hear you, 510. I think that's very true. I also think that when you are – Performing at the highest of high levels, it doesn't necessarily matter. So again, well, no, no wait, wait. The last, it, it, depending on whether it's if it's Jokic again this season, right? Right. You got Denver twice, Milwaukee. Uh, yeah, I twice. would say Milwaukee. So, so, it, so it's yeah, not that's, about that's the a whole bunch of almost five straight MVPs. Where, and wait, when was the last time a New York Nick won the MVP? Was it was that the seventies? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Right. So so. The smaller market thing, that does, I mean, it, it jives with certain things. I don't think it jives with the this, MVP conversation. This is more about, to me, the whole Booker thing. This is more about Draymond's narrative that he continues to push whenever he gets an opportunity. And he can do what he wants. But nobody else, it, Devin Booker not being in the MVP conversation is not because he's in Phoenix. No. By the, by the way, uh, uh, Brian chiming in, 1973, the last time a Nick won the MVP. So so Ewing was it Ewing didn't even win one. <laughs> okay. Right. So, I mean yeah, exactly. So Oh, okay, gotcha. That was the last time they won the championship. Not- okay. I, I got that. Okay. All right, gotcha. Um Steph, man, so the the Xfinity Mobile text line, so Steph didn't get it last year because he was not on a good team, but these other players won't get it because they are on a good team. And, and that's the other thing is that the MVP conversation Makes no sense most of the time. Like like the, the the criteria that they use to pick these guys. Like I'll never forget, man. I will always feel like Russell Westbrook's MVP was BS. 
-hmm. It was BS. Because it is like, it was the most, oh, well, he's averaging a triple. Steph Curry hit 400 three-pointers in a season. That's not gimmicky. That's averaging a triple-double on a bad team when, when the whole team is playing for you to get they, a triple-double. They went double. to the playoffs that year, though. But they, but they weren't great, great, though. But they, 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 they were, they were, weren't they like a seven or eight seed? Like they they, weren't, yeah, they yeah. weren't high. But the thing is this. The Russ thing will go down in history because literally it was history, right? You averaged a triple-double. So... Averaging a triple-double, they really felt like they didn't have a choice. Whenever you do something historic. But that was BS, but, but come on. Was that I'm not, really impressive? I'm not saying it's not. I'm saying it. I, th I think it is impressive. And I think you have seen even Damian Lillard and Russ, they used to have a beef. I don't think they have a beef anymore because neither of them are super, super relevant at this point on the team. Yeah. But, they, but they used to have that, that beef, that couple-year stretch where they had that beef. Damian Lillard is on record this season with all the hate that Russell Westbrook has received talking about, look, if it was easy to do, more people would be doing it. And and was some of it a little bolstered? You know, Stephen Adams putting his hands behind his back so Russell Westwood could grab the rebound. I, yes. I saw this. I, I, yes. I watched this happen. But at the same time, there is more to it. And I do think that if it was that easy, it's more about just the the idea of working that hard to get it done, right? I guess to your point, it's not about it's not exactly about skill per se. It's about literally getting it done every single night and averaging it. But as far as the Steph conversation, that is skill. The triple-double conversation, how much of that is skill, I guess, versus just having a motor and just walking into the building every day saying, I'm going to get this done. It's almost like here's your here's your award for sticking to something it's and getting it done. It's a lifetime achievement award. Yes, right? versus, yeah. versus – you know, the, the skill level part of it or whatever else you would count as far as the success of that team. Him getting that rebound and Steven Adams putting his hands, and I don't know if he actually put his hands on his back. But, well, but no, Adams, everybody boxed out and he runs down the lane. It yes. was, that was the, the point was for him to get 10 rebounds a game. Like, that's what everyone was playing for. Like, I don't even feel like they were necessarily playing for wins. They were playing for a Russell Westbrook triple-double to keep the, 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 the myth alive. That, that MVP was probably the one that I'm like, what? Yeah, it's aging what? It's aging yeah. worse and worse as Russell Westbrook has But I didn't like it then. I, I thought it was stupid then. I, I did. Like, I was that, that, like, literally ticked me off. The fact that Steph didn't really get more consideration last season as MVP, that kind of ticked me off. But I get it. The team wasn't that good. But he was the scoring champion. Mm. And he was the only dude on that team doing anything, okay? Remember? Right. We, 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 had, we had Oubre. And Wanamaker out there running around with Steph yeah. Curry. Well, I saw I saw a post, and it wasn't the whole roster, but it was at least seven guys. I think it was six, seven guys from last season, and four of them were out the league, right? And the other one, Ubre, not in the Hornets rotation, or he doesn't start, right? So these were Steph's guys. Obviously, they didn't count Draymond, but these were Steph's, like, go-to guys that are setting screens, and he's running around trying to get this done, and they get to the plan, and they come a game away from, you know, getting into the big, the, the actual playoffs. So that's who he's dealing with, and that is the ultimate flaw within the MVP conversation whenever we have the MVP conversation, because what is it? What does it actually mean? You know, the reason Russ won, because that was something that was an achievement, and it was very quantifiable. Other times, like this year and other years, it's just 
basically who do you like better? Who do you think has done more, right? And a little bit of who's got the better seed, but hold on, the better seed, but let's hope your team is not that good because if your team's too good, then you're less valuable. <laughs> right. it, it's a mess. It's, it's really like a mess. It's like a Suns fan. No, we'll, we'll never let a Sun in. You guys are, are a super – and Suns aren't – they're not even a – they're not a super team. No, they're not a they're, super team. Th- th- this isn't the Miami Heat with LeBron no. and Wade I mean, on I mean, it. Yeah. I mean, one way to look at the Suns is – their top players, where do they rank in the NBA, right? Is Devin Booker top 10? Borderline? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. No, Borderline. Chris Paul they're at, both, at this age? They're both top not. 20. They're yeah. both top 20, but I don't know where DeAndre Ayton is. I don't know. And, and I don't know where DeAndre Ayton is on a team that's not like Fritz, okay? DeAndre, If DeAndre Ayton was Carl Anthony Towns in Minnesota, where it's like, you're the guy, right? Is, is he this effective? Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Like right yeah. now, he's kind of peripheral. All right, well, we'll toss it to you down to the paint and do your thing, and you're gonna have space because you got Devin Booker out there. Oh, you also have Cam Johnson and Campaign out there, and you have other people in the mix. Um, DeAndre Ayton, I don't, yeah, I don't know how effective he would be, and, and I would say that without Chris Paul, that team was just fine because they had Devin Booker. And while I'm not gonna sit here and say Devin Booker is the MVP. I do find it interesting that he he's not getting more consideration. No, I, I do too. And it, this is what's crazy about the whole thing. We sit there and it feels like DeAndre Ayton has been in the league for years and years. And obviously he came in pretty early. DeAndre Ayton is 23 years old. But he looks like he's 40. <laughs> 23 <laughs> years old. He, he's still got a ceiling, right? Mm-hmm. And, and that, that should make us all feel better. And I know he hasn't had, you know, the injury issues that, that Wiseman has had. But... Big men take time. They take time. We're not going to give up on Wiseman quite yet, you know. And, and I think Dub Nation would be pretty happy if by 23, James Wiseman is DeAndre Ayton. And I know James Wiseman, from what I've seen, can shoot better than DeAndre Ayton. Now, we don't know what's going to happen in the future. And obviously, this has nothing to do with the playoff conversation right now. I just wanted to throw that little nugget out there because we still got a guy. Still got a guy. 510 is chiming in. If Warriors win tonight, regardless of what any other team – Will they be the third seed? What are the different scenarios that will keep them in? So basically, the Warriors, if they win, they're the three seed straight up. If the Mavericks lose, the Warriors are the three seed straight up. But I believe, obviously, if the Warriors lose and the Mavericks win, then they would be four seed. So that's that's pretty much how I understand it. Yeah, and we're going to get to this on the other side. 888-957-9570 to join in the conversation with Al and I. When we get back, we're going to get into playoff expectations. And we want to hear from you guys. Block and Styles. Styles and Block, 95-7 the game. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 